1: We are live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast, Week Ten Edition. My name is Chris Kirkwood. It's Green Name Kirk D's here with my boys, JSU Rab from Run Pure Sports, uh, John Sarabian, and at Bobby Gomes DFS. Bobby Gomes uh, currently with us over at Rotor Grinders. Um, wow, well, we're back. We uh, we were just uh, talking pre-show about all the tilt from Mixon. You know, we whiffed, we we swung and we missed with Mixon last week. Um, I had a horrible week on DraftKings. I had a good week on Yahoo, which made up for it. And then some, because I played Devonte Adams. That was the only reason. Um, but, uh, did not have Mixon. Uh, Mixon just ruined the slate. So let's, just let's talk first. Let's uh, see how Bobby Bitcoin is doing over here. What's up, Bobby? Yeah, it's an
2: interesting day, right? Uh, doing all right. Getting through. Um yeah, basically, last week for me uh, was better than the previous two weeks, so I'll call it a win. Ended up getting a seat last night, which was a gift from the gods, I would imagine, based on just how I've been in the NFL recently. So that was nice. You know, you not count the little wins right now. You
3: want a what, what'd seat? You, what'd you get you a, seat a
2: seat on? Um, well, the d- double dual qual- dual qualifier seat. So not really. It's uh the. King of the Beach, right?
3: Oh wait, so um, did you tie for a seat, or did you win one?
2: No, I got one, but you still have to win the.
3: Oh, so the, you got a seat to the the King of the yeah, Beach? Yeah, yeah. You still got to win though, like the a live line. final seat, but yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he doesn't have an actual, team actual team seat yet. is I
2: don't have an actual seat yet. Yeah. yeah.
3: But you won the first step to get into the online tournament. To get,
2: to get into there. it, but like Tambo has like five and stuff. Like people
3: well, have. Tambo's motivated. a machine. I thought he. I thought Tambo he. We like about my man Tambo. We could talk about Tambo on this show. That dude I is planking. He's got one more left, and then he's maxed out. He he's can't maxed even out. It yeah, you guys, you guys really
1: turned, you guys really turned it up a notch with him. It's getting ridiculous now. I always root for him, but now I'm like, all right, this is getting absurd. Like uh, the man you
3: know? knows how to. The man is is really good at what he does. He knows how to use content better than anyone I've ever met in my life, and he's sharp on top of it. So you put all those things together, the guy's just a winner. Like love Tambo, the dude literally just wins. Whether it's in his at, his sports or sports he doesn't really know much about that he just uses the content we provide for. So uh, yeah, he, yeah, he used mean, to he used yeah. to sit
1: in your seat on this show. Uh, we he, he was a Canadian's number one DFS player. I used to uh, refer yeah. to him as.
3: Uh, I refer to him as my my favorite Canadian at, at Toe Ship and Tambo. Yeah, I know.
2: I uh, me and Tambo chat like a lot on the weekends. We usually do a Zoom call Saturday night or like before showdown. So, yeah. Trying to was uh maybe the good mojo ran rubbed off a little bit on uh your boy Bob so I was happy I for like it. it.
1: Well, it's not a world football fantasy championship, you know. It wasn't. That's what that's what that's what I'm saying. Like it's that's what it sounded sport. like when at first I was like, oh yeah yeah yeah.
3: No, I get Well, it. you a, say C, but, so I didn't know if it was like NBA. I didn't know if it was NFL. Was yeah, just, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Well, I know. I everyone kind of I don't know. I just, Anything you want to get off your
1: chest, Bobby Bitcoin, or you want to start the show? No, let's start the show. All right, we'll start. The I show. do
3: really enjoy Bobby Bitcoin, though. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, really uh,
1: JSU had some great calls last week. He was talking about his team that he could have taken down stuff if if uh, Nixon didn't go off like that. He had he was all over Justin Fields. I remember that uh, on the on the show. I didn't care. I I, I just was locked in on Kyler, uh, which again, you know, forget it. You know, I don't. He's too short. You know, screw these short guys. There Never we go. These. There Never, we I'm, go. I'm I'm, I'm, a I'm
3: on Kyler too on this show last yeah, week. Yeah, I'm gonna. i have him.
1: He has officially turned me into a short shamer.
3: <laughs> I, <hate laughs> I will say it. though, it is it is a good thing for for people to hear and like understand the fact that I played I played zero percent Mixon. I thought he was the worst play. I will own that. I played 0% De- Devontae Adams. Those were the two highest scores. I'm pretty sure, at running back and wide receiver position. And what do you guys hear all the time when, like, a dude goes off, everyone's like, oh, I'm dead. Flip, like, turn it off. Like, I got no chance now. Game's over. I don't have mixing at a 58. Like, in certain contests, like in the Millie Maker, that's probably true. You probably have no shot in the mill- to win the Millie without mixing last week. That's probably true. That's fair. But in certain contests, you're still not dead. They're like uh, like in the three-entry max that Chris was talking about, Kirkwood. See, Bobby, now you got me calling him Chris before the show. I never call it's him fine. Chris. It's he, fine. It's fine. He messes fine. With my head. But in, in the three-entry max, 150 sweep, uh, 50K to first, I had a Justin Fields team that did not have Nixon or Adams and came, came in ninth, and I was pretty much the only one in the top 10 without Mixon and or Adams on, on a team. And this team still had a live chance. I, I came 19.5 points short of first place. It had a chance to be first place though. Like there, there was opportunity in this lineup to move up and, and still win without Mixon or Adams. And that just shows you like, you're never dead. Like just cause one guy goes off, Again, in Millie Maker formats, you're probably dead when a dude goes for 50 and he's 10 or more percent owned and you don't have him. But in other formats, that's why we encourage people, like, play those three-entry matches, play those single entries, because it's just different. Like, it's it, you still have a shot.
1: What an absurd game that was, too. Like, he just didn't stop. It was just – it was just oh, – it, it was, was his so day.
3: Th-
2: like, that's what it was. It was his day. What it, was like Camar- it was like the – it was even Mitchell. better than
1: Kamara. Yeah. Um, just, just I feel, I feel and it's like, it's, like it's, just, it's always these chalk spots too. It's like Josh always. Jacobs chalk, like mix and chalk. Like, like is as long as they're chalk the like, funny part then, is he
3: only came in like 12%. I think. I think was he was like 20, 20, no,
1: wasn't he like 20% like six? I saw
3: him in some tournaments that I were in. So, like just for instance, the the 150 that I was talking about, that 150 300 max suite, he was 13.6 percent. I think in the milli, he was like 12. I'm pretty. Yeah. Uh, so he could have been different, though, in some of the higher dollar contracts. Because projections
1: like, loved him. Projections were slamming yeah. him. Like um, I think and, he and, was the, fade and then, in the. And then and then all of us right? were saying he sucks, and we were just oh, let's rerun yeah. this. Let's take him out and rerun this. Let's take him out. Uh, anyways, we're we're here to move on and upwards for week ten. So this is an interesting slate. It's like uh feels like a real. don't know like there's no obvious 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 spots i guess like there's not a ton of pricing is pretty good basically is what i'm trying to say so we got 10 games we've got no eagles we've got no 49ers we got no bucks we got no seahawks we got no chargers we got no ravens we got no Bengals. we got no jets but who cares um but uh anyway we've got uh one game with a, a north of 50 point total which is the jags at kc kc's a Large favorite, nine and a half point favorite, fifty and a half point total. We've got two other pretty good total games below them. Cleveland at Miami. I mean, Miami has just been a cheat code. You know, their, their defense has just been horrendous and their offense just can't be stopped. Miami's three and a half points. Uh favorite over Cleveland with a 49 and a half point total. Then we've got the Lions again and uh the newly revamped playing better. Chicago Bears offense. Bears are minus three points to the lines at home with a 48 and a half point total. Then we've got like anything below that is like 43 and a half points or lower of total games. So not a lot of high total spots might uh, see concentrated ownership on these three games, but um, you know, people are going to, we'll, we'll get into the KC talk and all that, but you know, not everyone loves playing a team that's favored by 10 points. There's going to be a lot of people talking about blowout game script, yada, yada, yada. But anyway, so first thing I do, look at the Blitzmost plays. Blitzmost plays, Jacksonville, KC, um, um, Minnesota at Buffalo. So that's the other thing is we're waiting on Josh Allen um, news. He was seen at practice today um, for the first time wearing a, uh, a practice jersey. I don't know how much we can read into that if he's going to play or not, but if not, it's going to be uh, Keenum. Um, and then uh, they also, uh, Cardi has uh, Dallas at Green Bay as a game with uh, a lot of plays. The Thorman snaps and pace has the Jacksonville KC game, the Detroit Chicago game, the Minnesota Buffalo game like Cardi has, and then Cleveland, Miami. Um, so the thing that sticks out to me is we don't have this like glaring running back chalk anymore. We've got good plays, but we've got most of them are priced up Mo- or for the most part, like you know, we don't have the the that really sweet like six k range. We've got one play in that range, maybe potentially, but not a ton of them. And then the wide receivers, all the stud wide receivers are expensive now. Like Tyreek Hill's ninety one hundred, Cooper Cups nine k, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is eight k. Uh, Stefan Diggs is 8,300. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of Justin Jefferson, 8,800, Devontae Adams, 8,700. So it's kind of tough to build. I, I don't see like tons of glaring chalk value, but that's the, so it kind of feels like a difficult site to me is what I'm trying to say. What about to, uh, to you, uh, JSU, we lose, we lost Bobby.
3: Bobby drop off, uh, Bobby drop off. Go just dropping off the show. Kid I'm lost
1: sure. so much. Kid <laughs> lost so much in Bitcoin because he has, don't tell anyone. Uh, don't tell anyone. Get in the...
3: before he comes oh. back. Hurry up. Before he comes back. Bobby, get you back? Can you hear us, Bobby? I can't even see we him. We can't so... hear
1: you. You got to do something with your mic. You got to unmute it.
3: You got to show your face, too. Where, where yeah. is he? Uh,
1: I'll, uh, I'll do it. Oh, okay. So there we go. We back? We're back. Never mind. Well, it's good to see you back, Bobby. <laughs> uh,
3: All right. So, what were you guys saying? Guys,
1: what were you guys
2: saying?
3: We're we're on running backs, so yeah, we're, we're on running backs. To- I was just about to talk before you were interrupting me, Bob, on the running back talk. So, I uh, I do agree with you that the six K range, it, it's just obviously it's not as loaded. You you got one guy that's probably going to project in that range as a. A really good play. He's probably going to come in at high, really high ownership. Damian Pierce. Yep. But outside of that, like, there's not as many. The range is definitely lighter. So, I I think I think the uh, the more obvious running back p- plays on this slate outside of him, you're going to pay for right? Kirkwood, like uh, like the Alvin Kamaras, the Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Saquon's, Etn. All these guys are are going to get ownership. But you you got to pay a, a premium now. They finally priced up ETN to where he should be like in the seven K range. Same with Kamara, he's in the seven K range now. And then you got Derrick Henry and Saquon, who I mean I just think overall they're probably the the two best running back plays. But again, you got to pay eighty three and eighty six hundred for them. So you got to kind of weigh that on, on how else you're building your lineups. And then and you got Najee. Najee who's not doing anything right now he's going to get some ownership because he took a price bump down Jamal Williams is in a better spot I guess uh, yeah so yeah, these these, these plays obvious. are like yeah the, these
1: plays are fringe right like like these aren't those field Jamal Williams it's like okay we got to worry about whether they play Swift whether they don't play Swift how much usage does he get it's not like a smash spot right like then we then we think about Najee and then you know, I'm not going to say he sucks like I did Joe Mixon because then he's going to break the slate and score 50 fantasy points. But I mean, he doesn't make you feel good clicking on Najee this season. I mean, he's done done virtually nothing. So there aren't any like good feel good plays. And like, I guess uh, Pierce is a feel good play. He's a great play, um, and we'll get into that. But you know, he has been a little bit banged up, and uh, you know, there's always you're always could be at the mercy of game script with Houston, but. Um, he he's been pretty much game script proof though. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's tough, right? It's tougher to build and it's tougher to use to make your builds with three running backs. Like we've been, we've been used to, right? Because if we, let's say you jam in like the higher end guys, like that, we do have, like we have uh, Saquon, we've got Derek Henry, we've got, um, Alvin Kamara is a little bit pricey, you know, like Etienne is up higher. Now if we, if we jam in three of these guys, we're going to have to like make some real cuts down at a uh, wide receiver so it's uh it's gonna be interesting like uh running back versus uh, wide receiver this week
3: yeah it's definitely a week where i i, I don't think we need three running backs like i don't think you you need to make that a rule or anything i think the last couple of weeks three running backs has definitely made sense this week i don't think you need to you know do that as much i think we're gonna need some value from wide receiver. Um, We're gonna also see with some of these other guys, but like Zeke's expected to play. I think on Sunday was the was the word. He's gonna try and play. I don't know if you guys saw anything different. I know Aaron Jones came back to practice on Thursday. You know, so DeAndre Swift is still kind of like what's going on with him. He practiced limited on Thursday, Um, and then like Mostert and Wilson. Wilson came out game one and pretty much like split reps with, with Mostert. And I think they're doing that because they don't want Raheem to burn out. Uh, like this guy's always had injury issues and Jeff Wilson knows the system, right? Cause he was with McDaniels when they were in San Francisco. So he knows the system. That's why he came in and played a, a ton kind of right away. And I don't think that's going to change. I don't know about you guys, but I don't think that's going to change. I think they're going to pretty much kind of split it to try and keep both of them fresh. You know what I mean? Or as fresh as they can be so they don't wear down, um, you know, because they do have some miles. They have had both have had issues uh, with injuries. So that's another spot where, like, you know, they one of them would look nice if they were getting 60 or 70 percent of the work, but they're just not going to get it, I don't think, together.
1: Yep, I agree. How's this slate looking to you, Bobby? Yeah, so I think
2: like at the running back position, at least it's going to be like Henry or Saquon. For me, it's Henry. I just think he's the better play. I think that would be your spend up at running back. But like you guys said, like Damian Pierce, uh, Josh Jacobs. Like you get down lower, Josh Jacobs at seven six. I still think he's a good play, but I think Damian Pierce is going to be like the guy we've been playing. Pretty much every week that we're all going to be overweight on. Seems pretty obvious. Najee Harris, 5'5". I don't want to play Najee, but, like, I don't know. He's 5'5", depending on where his ownership is. I think that you can make a case. ETN at 7'1", in that Chiefs game, I think, is a really good play. Um, I just like that game in general, and it makes sense for, like, Mahomes stacks and runbacks. But you're getting expensive, right? Like, Mahomes, Kelsey, and then ETN, you're it's taking – it's going to be hard to fit that, so you're probably playing two of the three. Um, All
0: right. Yeah, these so- other guys
2: are like fringe guys, like Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard. Like Green Bay hasn't been great versus the run. You can make a case for them in GVPs, but like I don't know if I really if they'll make my pool because it is a dual backfield, and it becomes a situation of I just want as much usage as possible.
1: Yep um all right so that that goes with the theme that we were saying that it's it's uh running backs a little bit tougher in general may not be a a a three running back week um and you know so to me it comes down to it's like running back versus wide receiver. so we've already talked a bunch about these running backs but let's just uh let's go so basically damon pierce yep go ahead
3: can i just say one more thing too yeah so like we obviously saw the the thing with you know they fired their – Colts fired their head coach, and now Saturday's coming in, and he he's going to be the, the coach. I'll just – I'll say something right now. Like, they, they're just going to pound the football with the run. Like, they're – that's what they're going to do. Like, Jonathan Taylor – I still don't want to pay for Jonathan Taylor, but I do think they're just going to try and run the football the, the whole game against the Raiders. The Raiders struggle against the two – I think Saturday is going to come in and try and just just try and really just establish it, and we'll we'll see. Obviously, if it works, it hasn't really worked for them this year, but that's guaranteed what's going to happen. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if like he came out of nowhere and had a decent game. If he's it looks like he's a full go to, and he's not going to be near owned as some of these other guys. Like you're probably looking at Jonathan Taylor at like three percent at seventy five hundred.
1: Yeah, um, and he should be running. He, he's been, he hasn't been good. The offensive line has been terrible, and he's going to be running against a stacked box. But it is, the Raiders have not been very good, like you said. Um, yeah, I can see that.
3: Um, and they're just not good in general. The Raiders. Yeah. Like I thought they were going to be better than they they are, which means that it, like if you think they're not good, the game's probably going to stay somewhat relatively close, right? in close games, coaches are still very apt to run the football as much as possible. And Saturday is going to do that. <laughs> like that, that is definitely what he's going to do. He's going to give it the ball to his best player and it's not the quarterback right now.
1: Um, all right. So let's, let's talk about Davian Pierce. So Pierce, he's at the giants who are 24th DVOA versus the run. Um, he, you know, the only thing, he was dinged up a little bit. He was limited on practice for a day with a chest should Can shoulder. we just lose Bob again? All right. This, this kid's a mess. He, he had a bunch of money on the site that folded on Bitcoin. Is he going to be pissed now? No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, you just outed him. Poor Bob. I I'm mean, kidding. I made just... that
1: up. I made that up, everybody. It was a joke. <laughs>
3: Poor Bobby. Um He's gonna be so pissed at you when he re-listens this thing. <laughs> no, that was I made it up. It was a good joke. Um All right, keep, keep going about David
1: Pierce. Uh so Pierce, uh playing the Giants, 24th EVOA versus the run. Great great spot. Um, you you worry, you worry that uh potential, you know, I mean this game could go a million different ways, right? Like you gotta assume it's gonna be close because the Giants don't blow anyone mm-hmm. out, they're only five points favorites uh pierce 18 touches or more in each of his uh last six games since week three he's averaged 23 touches 110 yards um the giants second highest yards per carry allowed five and a half yards so this should be a good matchup there are, um he's also 11th in red zone touches so he's getting work even though they're not scoring a lot um he's getting the work down there so i mean he from a usage standpoint, this guy looks like to be the play 6,300. He gives us a discount. So he's going to be very chalky. So it's interesting how you guys want to handle that. Um, 7,100, Travis Etienne. We've been telling this guy all season here on this show. KC, 20th DVOA versus the run. Um, the last three games, you know, he's taken over this backfield. Uh, 23 carries uh, plus four target average, 135 total yards per game. Uh, KC, the interesting thing that I found that like KC allows the most receptions to running backs, uh, the fourth most receiving yards to running backs. So this is a good matchup for his patch catching abilities potentially. Um, so I, I think he's a, he's a really strong play. I, you know, PSI, I was talking to people before and they're like playing ETN last week was fish at chalk. I'm like, no, it's not. I, I had a like, big argument about, you know, I mean, the guy's good. He's getting all the work and, uh, you know, he, he was an, he was a great play last week again. Um, but then we have uh, Alvin Kamara at Pitt, 7,400. It's going to be kind of uh, chalky here, at least it looks like. But, you know, he's coming off of a terrible game against Baltimore. Um, Pitt has – the only thing that Pitt defense has been good at is st- stopping the run. They're 11th in DVOA versus the run. Uh, he's always struggled in low total games. This is a low total um, with uh, – let's see here. what is What is the total on this one?
3: It's gotta be
1: like 40, right? It's 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 uh yeah, it's 40 exactly on, on the nose. Um the thing is he's got a nice target share, 21, you know, north of 21% target share. Um he's averaging uh seven and a half targets a game over the last five with sixty plus uh receiving yards. So um this is it's a tough matchup. They allow the sixth fewest rushing yards allowed per game, uh, do the the Steelers, but you know. Kamara could be good. So I want it like, so there's, there's, there's pluses and minuses with him. And then there's, you know, the other side of the, 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 the Houston game is Saquon, right? Saquon versus Houston, who's 32nd DVOA versus the run. This is basically the nut matchup. He's 8,600, which is a little tough to to swallow uh, a building on this, where we don't have uh, tons of glaring value, especially at the running back position. But um, uh, Houston's allowed the most uh, running back fantasy points per game the most um they've allowed the most rushing yards on the season. Um, they are allowed the second highest yards per carry five and a half. Um, so, I mean, he's been getting 80% of the snaps all season long. So he's just, he should be a really strong play here. And then we have guys like Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, and then that, that low, if we want to like try to make one of these like lower price guys fit, uh if we can get comfortable with him, it would be like Jamal Williams, Najee Harris, like JSU was saying before, Dare I even say David Montgomery? Dare I say David Montgomery? I,
3: I just want to say I said nothing about Najee Harris being a No, for no you talked
1: about him that potential. You were talking about him.
3: I talked about the fact that he was going to get ownership. Yeah, exactly. That That's what him. I'm
1: saying. I'm not saying we're, oh, we're okay. playing him. I'm saying yeah, he's yeah. just in that range. Gotcha. So, so uh, yeah, that, that's running back. But uh, so what are your thoughts on those guys and, and what do you see? So I'll,
3: I'll just talk about them real quick. So I think that Damian Pierce, first of all, it, so is a fish play just anyone who gets ownership that's in a good spot? So it's like every fish <laughs> play just uh, is that what people think now? Like, oh, you're a fish. You played Tony Pollard at 60 percent in the in the best matchup possible with no Z. You're a fish you you know like what what is a fish play like i i need to i need to understand so you're saying like all the good plays are just terrible tournament plays is that what you're saying so like every single play that has a high projection is just a fish play or do you just pick and choose aka the ones you fade are the fish plays and the the ownership plays that you play those aren't fish plays those are the good plays the, like how do you determine the fish plays from the it doesn't make sense to me when there's a bunch of highly owned guys on the slate, like last slate and the slate before, how is that? A, how is And, that and a lot of people,
1: play? they look at it. They're like, they're like, we're all probably talking about the same person on, on, uh,
3: I don't on, even know who we're talking about. I'm asking, I, but I, I know mean people just like this. So I know, guy, who I know I want to talk
1: about. no, but there's people everywhere, especially that are, that I love to talk about this on Twitter. Um, like, and they, and they'll they'll, uh, so, so if I it's a, split, it's, if it's a, if it's a split backfield, but like, even though anyone with like knows Aaron Jones is the one who gets the high value touches always like, and then they'll, they'll call him a shit, uh, a fish play because he scores a bunch, but like, it was like the most obvious play ever. Um, you know, there's, there's people who look at just projection and ownership and then, you know, and they, and they, uh, and ceiling projection and versus ownership. And then they, they do it that way, but there's, there's different, there's plenty of ways to skin a cat in, in DFS. There is some value to, you know, knowing teams, uh, tendencies and whatnot.
2: It's pretty um, easy yeah. to figure out like these guys are good plays. I mean, go look at moke go yeah. look at Duck. like the best players that are in that that are playing NFL DFS currently are playing po- a Pollard chalk. They're playing these other chalk plays. And there's a reason for it, right? Like, they're good plays. Like really, reg- regardless what the situation is, you play the good plays. I, I know that sounds redundant and cliche in this industry, but
3: I talk about this all the time. You I
1: score the that, most points, isn't that the yeah,
3: way? That's the whole do? point of the game. In the end, you you have to take stands somewhere. Now, where you choose to take stands is on you. I don't think you should play every single person that's going to be chalk. I disagree with with that. Like I I couldn't play every six k running back on that last slate. I would have loved to have every single running back play on that, but I just I, I can't play that way. I need to take stands on some people and fade them, even though they they might be good plays or whatever. I'm just gonna take the 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 in my mind the worst plays of that range and fade them. Obviously, sometimes I'm gonna hit right and sometimes I'm gonna hit wrong. I didn't play Joe Mixon, so you can say I hit wrong there. That's fine. But my point is is that you can't play all the chalk, but you definitely have to flag plant or some of the chalk. Like you definitely have to go over on some of those chalk pieces. And those good players that you're probably referring to, Bob, I guarantee you. I well, I don't know, but I would guarantee that those guys went over the field on the good chalk plays that they played.
2: Yeah, they were. They played every running back that you were supposed to play last week, pretty much. From what and the week before, same thing. Yeah, and if you look at like Chipotle attic, like he's playing. People talk about lineup ownership, like yeah, and higher stakes. I know it's a little bit different, and comparing him is kind of tough because of how he plays. But he's his ownership percentage for lineups, like sometimes it's over two hundred percent, and he's shipping. So like playing chalk isn't a bad thing.
3: No. No, you just can't play everyone. I think is the the key point behind it. Like you can't just have pieces of every single person. Uh, even I think in 150, you shouldn't be p- playing bits of everyone. I know some guys. I have do like it a different stance on this, but like I know I you know. do, but that's fine. No, but some I think you should, I think you should be condensed. Me. But like if you condense
2: around the good plays and how you play them, is more different than well, basically yeah. Just we always, X-ing we always someone talk
3: out. about that though. It's 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 more it's more about how you play them. Yes. But I'm just yeah. saying I think that some people are good at just playing everyone and knowing how to do it. I'm not that way. I'm not good doing that. I don't I don't work well spreading everything out with all the good plays. I need to condense, condense everything it. down yeah. and make it smaller. It's easier for me to to formulate a plan and lineups based on me condensing down the player pool as opposed to making this massive list of everyone in doing what you said, Bob, where you got to make sure every single lineup you're playing them correctly. You're not playing like all four of these guys together. You know, you're playing like two yeah. here and two there and mix and matching. And all I that get stuff. what you're
2: saying. Like you're taking your conviction and you're basically like putting all your chips behind it. And I think that's for a lot of people, that's the way like with MME, that is the easiest way to play. And if you have, if more often than not you're right in your conviction, you're going to be a good player in terms of that kind of game, like just in terms of that game type. So
3: just make good. I, don't, I it's it,
1: like
2: Kirk said, like there's so many ways to skin a cap.
3: Yeah, I had 150 lineups in the Millie Maker with zero mixing and zero atoms, and I didn't lose money. Imagine that. Yeah. So, so you had the, the,
2: the nuts outside of not saying you would have, but you had the nuts script basically outside of. Mixon and Adams,
3: which is like, I'm saying though, like I didn't lose all my money based off of, of just two players who were the nut players at their position. I didn't lose like all my money is the point. And I came out breaking even overall without those guys on any of my teams, none of my high dollar teams, nothing. So that just shows you like, it's, it, it, you can still win doing it this way. And I think it's easier for people that are playing less to, to, take from a condensed pool than it is for them to just hear everyone say, oh, I'm going to be underweight on this guy. I'm going to be overweight on this guy. I'm going to play this guy, but I'm going to play him at the field. I'm going to play this guy at the field. I think that's the worst analysis ever, and you can get that from anyone if you want because you can hear a 100 different guys tell you they're going to play everyone and and how they're going to play them. I'm going to play 3% of this guy, 5% of that guy. I'm going to be over on this guy. That's just horrible. There's no takes there. I don't know why anyone. I think would when you take stands and you do
2: that, it becomes like for me in MLB this year. Like I was very condensed, but I was taking stands and also playing chalk. I don't know. It's just a matter of how you do it. Pretty much, everyone has a
3: way. Pretty much, take stands and have balls. That's that's how I that's how I play, and I will always play that way. And I'll get I'll be wrong fading people like always. Like that's gonna happen.
2: Yeah, it happens.
3: Yeah, me too. Um,
1: all right. where We went on such a long tangent. I don't even know where the hell we were. Uh, we're, we're, on on back. we're, we're
2: on running backs. We're on running backs. We out of the show, and you guys are still talking about running backs. I think we all talked about it like three times. Yeah,
1: but when you, you came we back into the show, we weren't even talking about running backs. We were talking about the overview of the slate, and then you, you pounded running backs. So, like, I didn't
2: pound running. You were going on. Oh, so I, but dropped clocked, off twice. So he only got
3: to talk about running back once, I think. And then I went on a tangent and then he dropped off again. I think so, are we getting
2: to the quarterback at any time during the yeah, show? But All right. I and uh, so let's, look. On I want to throw, person.
3: so I want to throw some plays. All right. I'm going to throw one dude who's not going to be owned out. I think he's finally gotten to a price where we can look to play him now, and that's Kareem Hunt. I think Kareem Hunt has finally dropped down. He, he's 5,300 now. Uh, he was like in the 6K range for a lot of this season, like upper fives. Uh, he's still a guy who's getting a good amount of work, and everyone's going to be like Chubb, but he's going to eventually have that game where he gets like the two touchdowns over Chubb. And we love Chubb on the show, but 5,300 on a slate where I don't see many good running backs in the 5K range just in general. I, th- I think the 5K range for running back outside of him, I don't see one play I like. May- maybe Jamal Williams? Maybe? Outside of him? Do you guys see any 5K running backs like in that entire range? No, I think, he's great,
1: I think he's a good player.
3: I
2: think the- is the best play in 5K, and he, I do not want to play him.
3: The game script could be perfect for Hunt. That but- doesn't sell me on Najee when you're like, he's the best play and I don't want to play him. Because of
2: his price and the – I, I just don't want to play him at five five. I just can't. his price is great. I just he's just awful to watch, and I don't know. I just don't think he has it, and I don't know. Five five. He grades out as the best play in that range based on the projection, but I don't
3: think. I mean, playing. you could make the case that the Bills may lean on the Singletary, running game more yeah. with Allen Hurt. You could make that case. Maybe Singletary's. Maybe I would much rather play. go
2: Jeff Wilson.
3: Jeff Wilt. Yeah, I mean. Like you hit on. Like I why just not, I, I can't stand can't that they're going to split. It, it drives me nuts that they're going to split though. I agree with you though. One of them probably does. Dude, probably does Jamal, if you want to, if
1: you need a cheap guy, it's Jamal Williams. I mean, he got 24 as long as it, you just have to hope that they still don't use Swift heavily, which it looks like they won't, but uh, he got 24 carries, you know, he wasn't very efficient, but this is a, this is a good, good spot. And, uh, He's got, he, I mean, this guy scores touchdowns. So, I mean, it doesn't feel great, but he he's certainly in play. I, I like your call. I think the game strip could be perfect for Hunt. Uh, Miami's going to put pressure on you all game. You know that with these guys. That's what right? I mean. They're going to play yeah. from
3: behind against Miami. Yeah. Like, and once that happens, it's more Hunt, I think, fits that type of game script, and he's coming sure. in at no ownership on this slate. But I'm going to keep talking. Miami is just a juggernaut. They're going to keep scoring points. They're going to keep putting up points. They'll have an outlier game here or there where they, you know, something happens and they don't. Maybe a quarterback gets hurt. That's fine. But, uh, like, they're going to put points up on some of these bad defenses. And they did it last week. I think they're going to do it again to Cleveland this week. And if that's the case, it, it just screams to me Kareem Hunt all day in this type of spot, especially if they get down, like, early, too. That's, like, the nut scenario is, like, Miami gets up, you know, 17 to 3 at halftime or 17 to, to 7 at halftime, and they they just need to kind of go a little faster to keep up with Miami.
1: I'll tell you one thing. Uh, Derek Henry has been an absolute beast. Henry's um, the guy people are going to get up to.
2: Like, he has to be.
3: Yeah, Absolutely. they're all good. Play- Derek Henry, Saquon, those are all good plays. Like they're both good plays. Um, I, I'm telling you, I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna go back to David Montgomery. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I know, I, that, I don't actually hate that. I know people like the the Khalil Herbert, you know, but the the writing's been on the wall. Like he had that one game where you know, uh, when Montgomery, you know, got injured during the the game that he went off on, and you know, and he he saw 41% of the snaps in week seven. Um, But, you know, the last two games have been 70% of the snaps in each of the games for, for Montgomery still Uh, same, same for Herbert's been at 28%. So this is, this is a, this is a great game for them. A great matchup uh, against, um, against uh, Detroit, who is just atrocious against everything on defensive end. So, Montgomery could certainly fall into the end zone a few times. That's all I'm looking for. He's now he's down around six k. The price is right. He's he's hasn't done much in the in the last you know four weeks. And obviously, Justin uh, Fields is running a ton, which is definitely taken away from him. But you know, Fields is going to be chalk. Fields is going to be the chalkiest quarterback most likely on the slate this week. So th- there's a way right there to to get a little different to just uh, build some uh, David Montgomery. Um, and you guys know I'm a Monty truther, so probably the only one, only one around. Yeah, you're, uh, you're
3: probably like, well. I don't know if you're on an island. He's not him. an island. I like people. Montgomery too. Um, I will be on the, the island with you guys, but I, I get what you're saying.
2: I think Herbert's going to be the guy eventually, but I, I don't. For Montgomery gets a lot of flack that he likely shouldn't receive. All right,
1: let's, uh, let's move it on to quarterbacks. Justin Fields, Fields, as I mentioned, is going to be the, the top-owned uh, QB, most likely him or Mahomes. Mahomes is tougher to fit at 7,900. Fields is 6,500. Let's just pull up game log. and just look what he's done. So basically last week he was just the absolute nuts. Uh, 178 yards rushing and a touchdown. But he has been rushing more, and we've all witnessed it, right? It started um, against Washington when he really got going with 88 rushing yards on 12 attempts, 14 attempts the following week against the the Patriots, 82 rushing yards and a touchdown. Um, Then uh, followed that up with another eight and 60 against Dallas with a touchdown. So basically he's had a rushing touchdown in each of his last three games. Um, He's 11th in rushing yards in the league, like compared to all running backs. So this guy is like a running back one who's playing quarterback. So, um, and you know, this is a, this is a great game against Detroit. So I get everything about it. They're Detroit's 26 DVA versus the past. They also, I think Claypool makes this offense better. It really frees up Mooney to not just get, just have horrible, you know, just people just draped all over them. And I think we saw that last week when Mooney, Mooney got a, a touchdown, I believe. Um, but, uh, you know, Detroit, um, fourth, most fantasy points per game to QBs fourth most rushing yards allowed to QBs. That's probably important. Um, Fields has the most fantasy points per game over the last four games, right? So he's like – he's been ridiculous. He's averaged 12, 12 rushes, 102 rushing yards, eight and a half, half yards per carry uh, over the last four. So this guy's been an absolute beast, and I get it. Um, I may try to try to, try to to fade him and play uh, the, the Montgomery angle, but certainly uh, I won't get mad at anyone for playing Fields uh Mahomes uh against Jacksonville right 7900 uh jags are 27th dVOA versus the pass uh Mahomes leads the NFL in passing yards plus passing tds and he's doing it without really having the successful deep ball this season right like he's definitely um hasn't thrown nearly as deep this season um i guess the only concern with him would be game script right like if Jacksonville you know puts up an egg in this one and then uh, and they they settle down after taking getting out to a, a lead and using uh their uh multitude of running backs that they have I mean man I got smoked on uh I had so much uh, Pacheco on uh showdown the other night didn't didn't work out so well for your boy but uh yeah so there's that there's Tua right Tua's still a cheat code right like this is he's the Miami they're calling the uh the course field uh of nfl um any game that miami's in um so i get that cleveland is worse against the run they're 18th in DVOA versus the pass, 30th versus the run but you know Tua has elite weapons that's what it all comes down to is that he's got two of the best yards after catch monsters in nfl tyreek hill is an absolute beast he's averaging 336 passing yards per game um in the games that he's played healthy throughout uh he's almost at 25 finish points per game in, in his five full starts in those games, um, which is more than Jalen hurts. Right. And like, which is crazy to to think. So Tua is an absolute monster. Cleveland also struggles with the deep ball and Tua loves to chuck it to, you know, eventually he's going to hit one of these long passes to Tyreek and stride, you know, eventually like that's coming. Tyreek's not going to be underthrown every play for the rest of the year. Right. Right. JSU?
3: I don't know. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know. Tyreek will still keep making the plays though. Either way. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter that way. So he's good. Uh, and the only last guy I have
1: is Trevor Lawrence, 5,400. Um, on the other side of that, if you want to play, you know, he's looked a little bit better recently. KC six most passing yards. Um, they've allowed 17 passing TDs, which is the most in the league uh and he's starting to run a little bit more in these last couple weeks has not been perfect by any means and uh certainly there there's some risk here but um you know the game script should shape out for him to be able to to just pass 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 and etn is better in the passing game than a guy like james robinson so i don't mind that but uh you got got any more you guys that you you like or uh what, what are you thinking at quarterback this week bobby
2: yeah, you hit on the majority. It's going to be Mahomes. Just he's been fantastic in the past. I haven't been a Mahomes truther last year, but this year I think you have to come around. Uh, it's funny he got better without Tyreek in this within the last two. He's obviously always been great, but last year to this year, I think he's better without Tyreek, which is insane. Um, yeah, then Tua. Just Tua and Tyreek are probably going to be a primary stack for me on the slate versus Cleveland. I think that it's – in. I like the Chubb. I I understand why you went with Kareem Hunt, but I wouldn't be – like what if Cleveland gets ahead and then you have a real great – you have an awesome game script for Tua and uh, Tyreek in that situation. Um, So Mahomes, Tua, and then Fields. Fields is tough for me because I didn't play him last week. I feel like I should have played him. I everyone else seemed to have, but I decided not to. So, like, to go back and play him, it's a tough decision. I was talking about this actually with Tambo. He's like, you can't play him. Uh But I don't know. I, I might end up playing him because he's the best quarterback playing the slate, right? Like, it's a new week. Just going to have to eat it. Uh And you hit on Lawrence. I also think Jared Goffson pray play at 5-5. Five, five. Like, people are going to be – more skeptical to go overweight and I'm on St. Brown. And I feel like that works in stacks with Goff. And I don't know if you wanted to do Mooney run back or something like that. I, the other quarterbacks that are grading out well from a ceiling perspective in that range is like Daniel Jones and Derek Carr, like Goff's just in a pretty good game environment. I, I would just take that in terms of like salary saving rather than playing a guy like Derek Carr with no ceiling or Daniel Jones. there uh, D- D- Daniel Jones has, I mean, Derek Carr, Derek Goff has much of a ceiling, but I don't know. If those guys are in a game more ownership, then I'd like to be attached to St. Brown, who I think's in for some positive regression
0: in stacks. That's pretty much it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform
3: yeah, uh, so just as you guys were talking about quarterback, just made me realize actually how bad quarterback is on this slate and how thin of a position it is. I mean, this is terrible. Like Justin Fields, I think he's he's gotten a ton better. I, I've talked about this for weeks now where I think the offense is just better. think they, that they're doing things with him. They're getting him to run more. They're getting him out, uh, you know, on the move more putting them in better positions to, you know, be effective. That's definitely clear to me. One thing that I don't love is the fact that, like, Detroit, the, the one reason why I loved Miami and, and Justin Fields last week because I trusted that Miami was going to put points up, like score a ton of points, and Fields was going to have to try and move that offense to, to keep pace. Detroit, they might be able to. But I could also see it being a, a little more of a sluggish game, too. Uh, again, Fields, he's probably still priced for this slate in, in a good range where he's definitely in play. I think I'll probably have some, but I definitely think Tua is, is a really good option at 6,700. Um, he's just been like that, that, that offense is just so good. And outside of them, too. Like Mahomes, yes, but he's 7,900. Like I, I hate, I hate paying up that that high for like a quarterback. Maybe on this slate though, it's probably the safest option. I don't know if you guys would agree, but I think Mahomes seems like the the just safe option, right? Like just like he's probably going to get you the 20 some 20, low 20s uh, on this in this spot, which you'll you'll want for sure. I don't know if he'll give you like the massive ceiling performance, but you know, you might just take it and move on depending on the, the tournaments you're playing. And then like, after that, it just gets thin. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to get some ownership. He's not been that great. He shits, shits down his leg. Every time they get close to the goal line, like I, uh, Derek Carr, no, thank you. Daniel yeah, Jones. It's, eh. it's, it's, it's trash. Shafford, no, like Air, Aaron Eldridge? Rogers sucks. Yeah, like no, I don't want to play Kyler, Aaron Rodgers, none of those dudes. Kurt maybe Cousins Dak in Buffalo. No, thank you. Uh, maybe Dak. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Dak. Uh yeah. you, you're right. Maybe the problem is I don't trust Green Bay. That's my issue with Dak. I don't trust Green Bay. I, I don't think they they can they can move the ball <laughs> effectively against the Cowboys. That, that's my struggle with Dak. But uh, Kenny Pickett, New Orleans' defense hasn't been good, but Kenny Pickett hasn't been that great. He's 5,100. Maybe I could take a stab with him in, like, the Millie Maker stuff because I do like George Pickens. Um, and I do like that, like, now with Claypool gone, they've kind of thinned that core down a little bit, and it's at home. You know, Kamara is going to be popular. Maybe I could play some Kenny Pickett. You guys know I like some Kenny Pickett. You get Olave maybe on the run back or something like that. Juwan Johnson too. Like maybe, maybe, maybe Kenny Pickett's like the my low owned quarterback here. You guys know I have. I think Kenny Pickett's going to be good, so maybe I'll go with him as my low owned guy.
1: Wow! I just noticed DraftKings stock is up. What a what a mitzvah! What what what
3: a what a day! They get a slow clap. I mean, it's been a a minute and a half since they're, they're the, up. Right? They're
2: up? Are you kidding me? No, today. Hey, they're I'm the probably, only book in the history of books. no today,
3: Bob. We're just talking about today. Let's we're yeah. easing expectations on the DK. You better style. ease them a ton. Um,
1: yeah, quarterback is rough, right? Like, I think Dak. The I think has a low owned play. I mean, out of all these names, right, like just in gross spots all across the board deck I could see why don't we just play the good play,
3: play, and and play two yeah two. I saw so
1: I have four Mahomes fields to a Trevor
3: Lawrence okay but you got to give at least one off the board quarterback yeah I think, deck, so that's so what I'm I, saying I'm, I think, I'm saying deck I think there's three or four guys that are probably like just the best quarterback plays and you could just play them right but Give like one play that's off the board. I mean, you got to. This is what
2: a if you? Show what here. if you, I, I think it's golf for me. Do you think Swift takes on more of a role this week, or is it still going to be all Jamal Williams? It was all Jamal I, Williams previous to the Swift. Yeah,
1: I, I I just don't know.
2: Well, there's the uncertainty. What? that I don't know. Play within. I feel like you can make the golf stack work.
3: I like
2: Amonra so. Amonra Swift and Golf. With a Mooney run back, Swift is, Swift is
3: is really burned me. I don't I don't think I can do it. More power Let's to mean, you though, if you can. Uh, you, I wanted
1: to mention one running back too.
3: It, back.
1: about twenty five minutes, and you didn't no, it came it to life. me thinking. I was thinking back, so I played Kyler last week, and it just they couldn't stop the run when it was a hundred percent going to be a run, running out the clock like at the end of the game, and they still couldn't stop it. Right, like this team cannot stop the run for the life of them. But like, I don't know who to play on the Rams, and they've been so bad at running, the, you know, and their line has been bad too. Like Henderson got fifty percent of the snaps, but you know they're they're all over the place from from a snap Forty nine percent for Henderson, nineteen percent Cam Akers, twenty eight percent Malcolm Brown. But like in theory, I kind of want to play Darrell Henderson here, and maybe he gets a couple. So of touchdowns. one thing
3: that scares me is there's quotes about. Kyron Williams possibly having a good chance to play. And I don't know if you guys remember week one, but there was some like whispers about uh, week one, Kyron being like the guy they were going to lean on. And then I don't know if you remember, but on the kickoff of the first the first kickoff of the game, he got hurt and he, that was just it for him. He, he never came back. But him being in, if, if he is activated, I think it muddies... It even more there, my concern is he's 4K, though. Yeah,
1: and maybe and – I mean, yeah, then that's – they have four backs, potentially. Um, what did
3: uh, the, the – the, did Rivers play at all last game? I don't remember him.
2: No, he didn't play. He played 0% of the snaps after playing 36% in week eight.
3: Yeah. I, they just don't know what they're doing. This is what scares me about the Rams situation. They general, haven't
2: known right what here. they were we're gonna do at running back for.
3: That's what scared. Like, McPhee could you see Tyron as as Williams back. kid come yeah. back and like somehow play like fifty percent of the snaps? Like first, I could see that happening. Like, I literally could see a scenario where that. Ha- I'm not saying you should play him, but like,
2: embrace the uncertainty again,
3: once again. What?
2: Embrace the uncertainty. Like Kyron yeah, yeah, Williams. You could, you could, all right, you, you guys you are could. slowing up
1: the show on. You're back to running back again. Let's go on. No, Let's keep Kirk, it, keep but this is
3: your fault. You brought <laughs> us here. You brought um, us here, and now I'm uncovering a 4K gem, and you want to move the show along?
2: I want to take a nap.
3: I don't um, know, all right. I don't know if he's going to be active though. So,
1: so quarterback is sure rough. I got no one else to say. I'm not. I'm not touting Daniel Jones. Maybe.
2: <laughs> no, no, you swore yourself off Daniel Jones like yeah, before, he sucks. dude.
1: He Fuck sucks. him. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move it on over to wide receiver because there's a lot of good plays over here. I mean, Dang, there's a... Did
3: you just see uh, this update that the Titans are going to be without Jeffrey Simmons, Bud Dupree, Zach Cunningham, Amani Hooker, Josh Thompson, all out? That's massive loss to their defense. All those guys.
1: So, who who on who can it's we Denver. play on uh, Denver? Are we playing Russ? Denver? Are we playing Russ?
3: I'm not playing no. Russ. Nope, Mister Unlimited. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't play Russ either. Uh, is it a running back? I don't think I can play a uh, running back. Malcolm Gordon. Back. Yeah, it's like who Melvin, Melvin
1: Gordon? Gordon. Sorry.
3: <laughs> I
2: was like, who's who? the other? They, who's that fossil they keep bringing back around? Oh, Lat Murray. Lat Murray, yeah, Lat Murray,
3: yeah. They they're, played. They're, uh, they're they pretty much like split. Boone. They pretty much. I think it was a fifty-five, forty-four Murray between Melvin and Murray last game. But the run to snap share, uh, like the rush share, Murray, you know, outdid Melvin Gordon fifty percent to thirty-two. So on the rush share, so I mean. Do with that what you will, but now you have to add in Chase Edmonds because they just traded for him.
2: I think JT is a super so, interesting.
1: So player. we use Judy or, uh, I know. or, um, I, let me see the pricing here. I mean, can we use any of these? Why well? can we use Cortland Sutton or Judy? I don't hate Sutton. cares all right let's move on to our wide receiver we're here i might
3: play chase Edmonds, <laughs> moving back to running back i might play him dude they just traded for him they just traded for him he got a week because they were on a buy last week i think right yeah so he's got a week and you know over over a week now so like almost two weeks to. to oh, I, for, I
1: forgot they're they're the ones who had him
3: yeah to learn everything oh
2: man you might be able to use Edmonds. You uh, might
3: be able to play. I mean, they that's a ton of loss on their D. A budget pre-sit. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Simmons is their best defensive player, by the way. And he's the one in the middle that just destroys everything. Like, I don't know. Well, yeah. You guys, can we can go back to wide receiver now. Thank All right. you. At the
1: top, Cooper Cup 9K versus Arizona. 20th DVOA versus the pass uh he's averaging almost 25 points per game he's tied for second most tds he's tied with Tyreek Hill in target share he's second in targets second in receptions all behind Tyreek Hill um ranked number 1 in Pro Football Focus's matchup advantage um that I always look at for wide receivers um he's first in yards after catch he's i mean you can't say anything bad about about Cooper Cup. he's a he's a target monster he's a, he, he is that entire offense so you got to like him is going to be uh I on Tyreek Hill uh, versus Cleveland, 18th DBA versus the pass. He finally got a touchdown last week, but I mean, every other metric is ridiculous. First in targets, receptions, receiving yards, air yards. He's third in yards after the catch. He did get two red zone targets last week, which he has been limited to all season. Um, he crushes uh, zone defenses, which is what Cleveland plays. Um, you know, he should be able to, to find spots to get open in. Um, he, he, He's an elite play always, you know, especially with the way that this offense and their and their defense has been set up. Um, other guys that might get be popular, Juju might be a little popular to pair with Mahomes, right? Um, he's really come on as of late. Uh Jacksonville's 27th DVA versus the pass. He's had eight targets in six of his last eight games. He's averaged in that span seven reception or no over the last three weeks, seven receptions, 108 receiving yards over the last three. He's has 11 red zone targets, which is nice. uh, Seventh in the league ranked um, and he's only six K. So uh, don't mind that Christian Kirk pairs with Trevor Lawrence and the other side of that game. Um, He's come on at least, you know, he went through a real down, down stretch. And then over the last three games, he's average, he's close to nine targets per game. Um, He is seventh in red zone targets. KC has allowed the six most fantasy points uh, to the slot so that's somewhere you attack him. So he makes a lot of sense, um, you know, in, in coming off of a good game against the Raiders. Um, then there's Amon Ross St. Brown's going to get ownership because he's 6,900 and all the targets in that offense. Um, Amari Cooper has a bring back in that Miami game, um, if they're forced to air it out. Um, so there, there's a bunch of options here. Then there's, uh, there's, there's, you know, there's always DeAndre Hopkins. You see him beefing with, uh, Kyler uh, on the on the sidelines. Good for him. Yeah, he's
2: probably
3: um,
1: calling him a midget. Yeah,
3: no, he's probably telling him to get off the friggin' video games and fucking get your head in the game.
2: Call it's Duty came out last week. I don't know what we were doing. I don't know what we were doing, Kirk. What do you
3: mean we? I, I talked for five minutes trying to get you. Not guys you, off the me Kyler and Kirk.
2: Hey, yeah. I won with him.
1: I won with him because it
2: allowed Not me dude, to get Devontae
0: Adams when everyone else up.
1: played DJ Moore. So that was all I needed on uh, on. Uh, um and he started off hot. He got that immediate touchdown to uh uh Hopkins. I was like, Oh baby, here we go. Yeah, how at the end how, how
2: was Hopkins'
3: history? game? He was one of my fades. How was Hopkins' game? He he ended with a good one for 35. You were
2: probably scared after that 28-yard touchdown yeah, in wasn't the first, the first one bit. was sweating
3: yeah, one bit.
2: I I, I heard otherwise. For uh, who? I got my sources.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. So, uh, what are, what are we thinking? What, give me the give me the give me the JSU plays at running at uh, wide receiver.
3: Uh I mean, if you're playing Tua, you're definitely going to want to play one of Waddle or Tyreek. I mean, let's just be honest. Like, the whole offense is mainly those two, guys. <laughs> like those two guys. It's ridiculous what they're doing right now. They just one of these guys always seems to be open is just how it is they scheme well get these guys open i don't see how you don't like at least playing one of these two guys you don't have to play both but because they're expensive but definitely one um i'm probably not going to play cooper cup i don't know if we got word on matthew stafford like if he's actually going to play or not but either way i'm probably going to be off cup at 9k justin jefferson i was on him last week I probably like Adams more this week with all those guys just for sure out. Like Hunter Renfro's out. Darren Waller's going to continue to be out. Um I, and I think they're just gonna they're gonna have to lean on him to move the ball at all. So uh him and Jacob. So I, I definitely think Devontae's probably gonna be my play there. Steph Diggs. Josh Allen injury worries me. It's probably going to keep his ownership down. If Josh Allen plays and his ownership is low, do you guys know what his ownership is right now? Like what it's kind of looking we, like it is. We, we don't even know if he's playing. So it's like no one's ever
1: like some of the sites are are already like expecting him to be out, but that'll probably change. I think it's looking like more like he's probably going to play now. I don't know. People have like Keith, hmm. uh Case Keenum projected already. So I don't think we have any, any, uh, solid ownership on uh to guide us at least i mean we can
3: yeah i guess like the only way i would play like digs or or gabe would be in a game stack right like i think i would probably play them in a game stack like if i was playing keenum which i'm not saying i'm doing i'm just saying like that would be the way i would play them is like in a stack because you would at 5k if one of those guys is getting there it's probably a likelihood that keenum has a decent day at 5k so that's how I would play that out. Um, the rest of that top range. Uh, I'm probably going to stay off D hop. I'm going to stay. Is there anyone else? I like Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm definitely going to be on him. Amari Cooper. I'm definitely going to be on, um, anyone else in this ring, Christian Kirk. I don't mind. You guys talked about him. Yeah, I think that's that's everyone I'm looking at right now. And, and Olave uh, de- definitely is someone, if I play, pick it, I would run it back with Olave probably.
1: What about you, Bobby?
2: Tyreek is my favorite play at the wide receiver position. He's just very good. He's very fast. It's a pretty easy breakdown. I think Tua does eventually hit him in stride, so I like Tyreek this week. Cooper Cup's interesting because he's at 9K, and I think a lot of the build is going to be paying up to like one of those, like a Henry or a Saquon, and maybe a double spend up at wide receiver is like differentiating the construction enough, but then you have to find a 5K running back or a 5K wide receiver that you'd want to play in the flex. So I'm iffy on whether I'll have Cooper Cup or not. I'm on St. Brown at 6-9. I've been playing him. I'm pot committed for the last three weeks, so playing him again. Uh, I think it's a good game environment. I think he makes sense. He's going to be everyone's run back, but I'll probably be overweight again, and he'll probably burn me.
3: Uh, Jalen, you can't, you can't, you can't run it that way. What do you come on? You say? You're bringing, you're putting bad mojo on our guy. I mean, he's No, he's crush. he's
2: good. So he'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he's going to I was I, mean, just, on. I was just I was I was being facetious. Are you're putting uh,
1: bad mojo out there. It's, he's he's bitter today, he everybody. He was he's
3: he's, he's came mouth. in
1: I don't want to say where, but he's come in with his head not
3: not on right, you know.
1: This today, isn't so. true. I'm having a good day.
2: I'm you, having Bobby, a good Bobby, you've
3: dropped off the show 4 times already. Well, you're no, having a better day than yesterday, right?
2: Yeah, better day than yesterday. Yeah, that's all you uh, know, No, today. I'm having a good day. I wasn't even yesterday is not even a thing. It's not that's nothing.
1: It's all uh,
2: Christian Kirk. I think he's fine. Five, nine Jalen Waddle. You're playing him. Uh, just like JSU and Kirk both said, it's super condensed. You just play the Miami receivers with Tua. Very easy. We know where the ball's going. Uh, Christian Kirk, five, nine in, the, in that game. Environmentally, like, I just like that game. Casey uh, Jacksonville. It's at KC. They're going to be playing from behind. Very easy play. Brandon Cooks down at 5'3. I just have not gotten Brandon Cooks right all year. And I figure it feels like last year we were going out of our way to play Brandon Cooks. I think you can make a case to play Brandon Cooks this week versus the Giants. I think he has a better ceiling in that like 5K wide receiver range than the majority. Maybe you can make a case for Deontay at 5'8. The Deontay game's coming eventually. New Orleans hasn't been able to like stop anyone in the passing game so maybe it is Deontay week um yeah and with all those guys out at 5-6 the, the, the wide receiver between 5 and 6k I don't actually hate uh yeah that would pretty much do it for me maybe Olave at 6-8 I know that's getting out of the 5k range but Those are like the main guys, and then like Matt Collins down low seems like the cash game guy that everyone's going to go to at 4-2. Interesting, Marquez Valdez Scantling right near Matt Collins at 4-1. Mahomes hasn't been going as deep, but we know he can, right? So he would be someone I'd definitely have in my player pool.
1: with, With some holes in the defense of Tennessee, as JSU alerted us to, why not play the guy who can rip off an 80 yard TD to the house, Jerry Judy?
2: I thought you were gonna say Lap Murray.
3: <laughs> I like I like Judy if I had to pick one of them, I think, but G-
2: yeah. You can only play one, I feel like, right?
3: Definitely only play one.
2: Uh, any wandale love? Wandale I mean, down at four seven, JSU. You're the wandale whisperer.
3: I am. Ugh. I mean, that guy screwed me the other week. He he screwed me. I know. uh, the balls of Bobby to
1: bring up Wandale again on this show. I'll (laughs) I'll say this: like
3: if you're if you're fading Saquon, I think Wandale is a good play from that standpoint. Like you're kind of kind of root for maybe him to crush and Saquon to kind of come under, not have the dominant performance, maybe so. Yeah, he's in place. He fits the builds too, right, Bob? Where like I think a lot of people are gonna spend up for two running backs. Um I feel like Slayton gonna, is the guy though. I I just think it's gonna land people in this range though. Like Bob was saying, like, oh, the five to six K range for wide receiver, there's like there's a there's a good good amount of like plays yeah. in here. I think he's right. And I think like people are gonna play a couple of those guys. And then they're gonna come down to this 4K range and pick one, um, one or two to kind of finish out their team. So Matt wonder, Collins was one you talked about. Like people are I think Wandell's in the conversation. Maybe Claypool sets uh Fields is one of the more popular quarterbacks. Maybe people go to him. You like Pickens.
2: Um, so you like pickett, so would Pickens make the Pickens that
3: Pickens definitely the makes the he yeah. definitely makes the board for me. I mean you're you're getting him at 5k against new Orleans who has struggled to stop a lot of teams recently like uh, just look at hold on so like just a reminder because i kind of forget i know they played baltimore and baltimore didn't didn't like crush them from like a passing standpoint but let's remember baltimore was down how many like weapons from a offensive standpoint uh they they obviously crushed las vegas but Arizona shootout, Seattle shootout, Minnesota 25-28 game. Like before that, they were their defense was giving up a ton of points. Like I I don't know. I think Pittsburgh at home makes a little sense to me.
2: I'm in agreement. Kirky, how about you?
1: With what? I already <laughs>
3: he doesn't even listen. Oh god. Well oh, what we to the defensive segment. I mean geez, this year
2: tight ends to do first.
3: We're on to tight I end tight ends.
1: <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> oh, is Darius I think Darius Slayton is still the Giants guy. I think he, he, he's he's just the one that uh and 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 Wandale tried to make him work, but the reality is the guy is tiny, you know. And uh, I i I you know I'm done I'm done playing these short guys, uh, you know, Kyler turned me into a short shamer. So I, I can't, I can't, I can't play Wanda. So I'll, I'll go with uh Slayton, but um, all right, tight ends. The, uh, who do we got this week? Um, I mean, it's, this is, yeah, Kelsey. Kelsey's the, it's the pay up at Kelsey in a game where maybe they don't need him a ton, but uh, if, if it does break, right. I mean, he's obviously the number one guy um, there's i um, Foster Moreau, uh, Darren Waller officially on the IR now. Uh, Thirty-two hundred. There's uh, Stonehands Higby There's uh Greg uh, Dolchich. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be chalked though. Like I don't like that. Like I can him.
2: see like the cash game guys totally stroking it for Dolchich
1: this week. Stroking it. Yeah. Um. Fryer move. I mean this. Who this is? This is rough. Uh, Dalton Schultz. I kind of like. Uh, 3, we'll get through it, Kirk. We'll be all right. It is rough. We'll be good. It, though. Ingram. I don't know. I, I actually. You know what? I. I'm so mad at myself for not playing Cole Komet. I was gonna play Cole Comet, and I liked him, and I. I just. I, I got talked off of him. Um, you know no no who no talked conviction. you off? name some names nah, no no name? names no name I'm no not, 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 not one to name names I, I I have to click that button at the end of the day so it's on that's me. good yeah? you've
2: learned your lesson there you hand go. up
1: hand up it's on yeah. me I don't know tell me I don't care who I play at at tight end this week who who, who are you guys playing definitely Kelsey like I don't know
2: how you're not playing Kelsey uh Foster Moreau, there's – it's another week of just, like, awful tight ends. I'll definitely play some Gaseki in my two of stacks. Uh, Dulcich is the chalk tight end. Tennessee, like, t- I, like if I want to play one of these it, – like, it's it scares me that, like, Russ might come into the conversation for me by Sunday. Um, Tanyan 3-7, like, he's seeing a good target share in that offense. They just don't throw the ball enough. They may have to, with that being the case. Maybe he's an interesting run back. Friermuth, if you like, uh, pick it. I think at 4-2, he's fine. Um, Outside of that, I don't really have too much. Harrison Bryant, if we get Njoku. I actually think Njoku, if he plays, a very good play. But if he sits, like Harrison Bryant at 2-7, people are going to go there. Uh, JSU, you you have any thoughts?
3: njoku has been ruled out. He's
2: been ruled out? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So people are going to Bryant. Um,
1: I, I well, Let me tell you, I went to Bryant on that uh, showdown <laughs> slate, and that did not work out very well.
2: Yeah, my Good I gosh. was on – I forget what showdown said. It was uh, – my brother was like, oh, you have to play Harrison Bryant tonight. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm playing Harrison Bryant. And then I played Njoku, and Jogu crushed, and Harrison Bryant was absolutely, like, awful, so – worked out that night.
3: Yeah, Harrison Bryant's playing, he played 73% of the snaps and pretty much zeroed out. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't even think he got a target that game. I do think you should I, I do think you should probably go back to him at 2700. Like
2: you think it's so? Just, it's just he's, too cheap,
3: I think. He's going to be uh,
2: tra- he's going to be the chalk tight end. I don't mind. No, no,
3: Dolchitz will be. Dolchitz will be.
2: I, um, yeah, I don't mind. I'm not. I'm not against playing the chalk. T- I used to be against playing the chalk tight end. I'm just like, whatever.
3: I think no it. matter like I definitely want to pay down. I mean, you can play Kelsey. I, like, he's pretty much a wide receiver. You can play him, but I'm probably just gonna pay down. You can if you're playing Fields. I, you definitely should just keep Komet in the pool. Um, but yeah, I mean, Juwan Johnson at 3K. I think is is definitely in play. James Mitchell. I could go right back to James Mitchell again. I played a bunch of him last week. He's still twenty seven hundred. Uh, I could play. I think his role is going to get better too. He I caught a TD too, race. right? Last week, yeah, he caught a TD. Yeah. yeah, didn't do much else, but he caught a TD. So short TD, but you know, uh, honestly, on that slate last, like if he told me my tight end was getting me eight. I was pretty much happy at that cheap price tag because not many tight ends really crushed. So you didn't really, I, I saw actually winning lineups in some of the tournaments and their tight end got, got them zero. So like it, it was just a cheap tight end and they got them zero and they still won because they had the other right pieces. But like, that's how bad tight end is, is my point. Like tight end, you're just looking for someone to get you some production unless you're playing Kelsey. Um, which maybe that is just the play, just to play Kelsey. I, I it's don't like, know. How do we
1: how do we fit? We play him over at these good wide you receivers. You can
3: fit it. You can definitely fit
2: it. It's super thin, but like I'm I've been running some stuff and like you get Mahomes and Kel I'm seeing Mahomes and Kelsey builds and it's, it's like not, it's probably season. just a
3: mistake to not play any Kelsey, right? Like yeah. he's a he's legit a wide receiver one. And when all these tight ends go for like eight or less and he goes for like 30, you're just like, your builds have got to be just so much better, right?
2: The issue is you're going to have a tough time getting to ETN in the Kelsey builds his run back. So the majority, like Mahomes. Like you can get to Christian Kirk. Are going to be Kirk. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to lose ETN a little bit.
3: Or yeah, or maybe you just do the, I don't know. Yeah, you're right.
1: Or you're going to have to play double tight end.
3: Or you don't run it back and just hope they win thirty-eight to nothing. Double tight
2: ends fine if it's Kelsey as one of your tight ends. Right? Well, that's
1: what I'm saying.
3: So you're making yeah, him that's...
2: a receipt. you choosing. You're, to pay him yeah, you're pretty 30.
3: much saying I'm going to play Kelsey over Hopkins or Waddle or Diggs, like those type of guys. You know what I mean? Which are, I don't know. Would you put him right up with those guys?
2: Ah. Uh... Yeah. I think he's up there. I just don't
1: just worry some the game script. Like it depends how, how Jacksonville plays this game. Evan Ingram, mm-hmm. though.
2: I think he can definitely beat Hopkins and Waddle. I just my worry is like not playing Tyreek.
1: All right. Yeah. Good he's job, like, guys. More... Let's take it on over to defense. <laughs> uh, Bobby Gong's defensive segment. So last you week just, we we can't
2: you go back lap. and
3: play Tyreek and uh, Travis Kelsey, Bob. That's what you got to do. Go back to the old days. Yeah. Not on KC, but you just play them both and just figure it out from there.
2: I don't mind that. Doesn't look doesn't look bad in my stuff. So last week we were not good on the Panthers D. Someone called the Jets D, and then me and Kirky called Jets D on uh, on this more on the. I um, was always Jackson. on Jets D.
1: I, I think I called the Jets yeah, D. Yeah, so honestly. maybe
2: you called the Jets D. but
1: Because I was like anti-Josh Allen. I think you called it. I, like, it, I didn't like not? it,
3: but you called it. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah,
3: What's out, one. Yeah, I didn't play the Jets D.
1: Credit to me. Credit to me.
3: I played the Patriots. Yeah, Stick that was good. Give me the Patriots. Get that they, leverage over that chalk Deion Jackson on FanDuel.
1: He got hurt, though, too. He was doing terribly but uh, doesn't matter they were
3: still yeah. just getting pounded yeah he was doing
1: terribly but he you know the part of the thesis was him was garbage time you know but
3: yeah
1: i mean we'd so we don't know we don't know how it would have turned out um but uh bobby take it away pal
2: so for me it's dependent it's dependent on the josh allen news but the vikings d at 2200 that's my defense
3: that's the play all right, I'm gonna. Who is it, it, Bob? I
2: didn't hear you. It's dependent on the on the Allen news, but Vikings D, if Allen sits at 2,200, that's my kid screaming, screaming, confirming it's a good play.
3: All right, we got the kids. We got little Bob screaming. EJ, so maybe he's BJ. screaming
2: not to play it. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> maybe he's screaming not to play it. Uh Kirkie, You got your uh, defensive play. I'll just look at
1: uh, ETR and look where the D line dispatches <laughs> are, and it would be uh, New Orleans, the Giants, or the Bills. Um, let's see here. Let's let's see if I can pull one out. Uh, ah, Arizona. Just I, I can't keep going back to them. They they do put pressure on, and Stafford is bad with pressure, so that's potential. Um, what's the Giants' D? It's thirty nine hundred. No, thank you.
3: Thirty nine hundred for the Giants' defense, crazy, right?
1: Inflation.
3: You ain't kidding.
1: Yeah. Um, How about Steelers' D twenty eight hundred against the chalky Camara?
2: I like it. it. Good against the run. Dalton's due for at least one pick.
3: I Um, I, I like the Cardinals' D at twenty seven hundred. Either way, I think whoever plays at quarterback doesn't really matter. The O-line's bad. Offense has been bad. I, I think Cardinals beat – I don't think they're terrible either, honestly. I, I think they're fine. So I think 2,700 for them is decent. And, uh, yeah, I don't mind the Pittsburgh call either. Bobby game Minnesota. You got obviously got to wait and see on the, the Minnesota play. But 2,200, I, I could see it. Yeah. So.
2: So those are All the right. defenses. We have top stacks now, Kirk. Favorite, I'm gonna, favorite I'm stacks. I'm gonna give one more.
3: I'm gonna give one more. I think the Chiefs defense is a good play.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um top stacks.
1: Uh take it away, fellas. Large field, single entry.
2: JSU, you go first.
3: Why do you always need me to go first?
2: Because I just you just
3: go. Well, I'm gonna for... give I'll give the winner. Screw Bobby. So the winner this week, it's gonna be The Tua stack, and you're bringing it back with Kareem Hunt and Amari Cooper. That's going to be the winner this week. It's going to be Kareem Hunt, Amari Cooper. Pick your favorite Miami stud receiver. Put it in the lineup with Tua. Collect that money. I'm
1: going to build one right now just so I don't forget. I like I like to uh, Did you Oh, you said the Kareem Hunt? You sold me on that already.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, I said I yeah, said build it with Kareem Hunt and M- Amari Cooper as the runbacks backs. And play one of the top like Miami, at least one of the top Miami receivers um and then just yeah, flip, pay pay for a cheap defense. We gave you a few cheap defenses to pay for. If you put a cheap D in there, that leaves you with like 5k per spot pretty much for that type of build. All right. I'm going, I'm going
1: back to Trevor Lawrence. Give me the other side of this chiefs game with, uh, give me, I'll play him with the running back with ETN and I'll play him with, uh, Christian Kirk or even Zay Jones. And, uh, maybe I can make Kelsey fit, but if not, Juju is fine. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't really love anything to be honest with you. So, Bobby, take it away with your... Actually, uh,
3: can I amend my mind real quick because I just realized something? You can play Harrison Bryant over Cooper just to fill that cheap tight end spot, and then you can play one or both of the stud Miami receivers and still have plenty of money to build that out. That's the play way. That's, you play them, you that's play them the both. Way. That's the way right there. And you still have 5.3 if you play them both for your other three spots.
2: Yeah. So I'm on the same stack Tua, Tyreek, I like Chubb, and I think you can get Harrison Bryant at 2-7 to make Chubb. So that's 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 my thought process.
3: Bobby, you shouldn't be allowed to give the same stack but then change well, up. It is play. the
2: it is this it's you like Hunt and I like Chubb if the Browns get a lead.
1: You know, know, Bobby Andrews. Bobby Bobby is crazy. He he steals content from his own show.
3: <laughs> from his own show, from the own show. And he goes against his boys on the show. You at least think. I didn't go would, against. I'm with you guys thing. on
2: the, I'm with you guys on the Miami stack. I'm just not. You went against. I know Kirby though, went, on went one. with. Went All right, the here's the so last segment of Alabama. the
1: night. We've got a great UFC card. Uh, yes. Saturday. Well, finally, we here. haven't had a good the, these last ones. I've been just like, eh, I didn't really like anyone. Gave out a couple of plays here. Got robbed by a fuck freaking uh, decision, which was horrible. But uh, there's going to be some really oh, yeah, strong. Yeah, we don't
3: cry. We we come back and give winners. Yeah, yeah we're dropping the hammer. We're this is this.
1: Winners. What I'm saying is is that this is the card. This is the card to get to 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 fire. Um, first off, we're gonna we love Ottman Azul Um but he's gotten steamed. The price was really good uh, earlier in the week. And now it's up to like minus minus one fifty. Um, but we like him over Matt steamroller for Vola. Um, we also like Carlos Olberg um, out of the, uh, the same camp as uh, Adesanya. Um, I'm going to be big on Adesanya. Um, I think he wins a decision or maybe even puts him out. Um, and I, I like too much chalk. I like Dan Hooker too, a lot. Um, and I love, Big, big plays going on. Uh, Moicano, Renato Moicano. That's where I'm at as of right now. And those are all favorites, which stinks, but like, I don't, I don't, I like they're, every the right single, place,
2: they're the right plays. They're the right
1: plays. Yeah. I like every single one of them. Um, I'm trying to see if I can even find a dog that I like. Uh, I don't know if I, if uh hit me up on Twitter the day of uh on Saturday, and I'll, uh, I'll reply with uh what I'm doing, but. We got some really strong plays, though. Moicano is a strong play. Dan Hooker is a strong play. Adesanya is a massive play. Um, and uh, Olberg is a decent play. And uh, Azaltar is a really strong play.
2: My kid was going crazy
1: for those plays, if you guys could hear that. So. I couldn't hear it. Man,
2: Dan
3: Hooker hurt my feelings bad last time he fought. I can't Yeah, really but so he, so
1: he went down in weight and he depleted himself and he was on a short, didn't put a full camp in. He's he's now he's fighting a guy. You know who Jordan Levitt is?
3: Yeah. Oh the, yeah. That, the Spider is.
1: Monkey. The guy he's yeah. fighting. Guy he's fighting was a dog against Jordan Levitt, and now he's got to yeah. fight. Yeah. Oh, now, he's gotta fight yeah. now he's got to fight. Now he's got to fight Dan Hooker, who is actually skilled maybe yes he's on the decline but with a full camp training with adesano for adesano's big fight like this is going to be the best we're going to see of we should see of dan
3: hooker okay who who do you have you didn't talk about the main event who do you at least give us who Uh, is he is he
1: i said massive play on Massive play. oh you really massive yeah i know big t is gonna play i i know i know i already know i don't know who big t is
3: gonna play i guarantee you I'm on the other guy. I know that big T's going
1: to be too. I guarantee you, I guarantee you he's going to be so uh, for DFS though. It's different, right? Yeah. 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 For DFS it's different, but I'm just talking just betting. I mean uh, he, if you watch rewatch the fights where he actually got knocked out, whatever, he was winning that fight till he got caught. He was also, he should have won the first fight. I think it was a bad decision. And he, this guy's, Izzy's been the top of the MMA game for forever. They they just gave the, uh, Pereira the fast track. He's he's a huge, but he barely made weight. He had to really struggle to make weight. Um, I just think this is a different. This is UFC now. This is a different. This is a different game. And Izzy's going to have all the tactics to if he wants to make this a boring decision, he can. Um, and uh, I, I think the the balls on his like he's going to have to lose this one. I think like it's going to have to be on him to lose. But we'll see.
3: We will see. I like it. I like it. Let's we'll see. All right, we're done. We're done. We're, we're for, done. Uh, for I want to know. I want to know who said that JSU does this show uh, uh, not drunk. sober all the time. I'm always. Sober. Who said that? Who said that, who that, said that in the comments? Someone said that. I was someone like, they like, Is JSU I don't know who sober loves. for these shows. I'm like, wait, I'm I'm literally always sober. I was I was. Drunk I said. I responded time. no. <laughs>
1: <Bob>. <laughs>
3: um, oh, you're always flaming the fire here, Bob. You're always putting putting a little uh, gasoline.
1: Um, this is okay. So this has been the RG DFS, Turney Takes podcast for week ten, for Johnny Airpods, JSU, for Bitcoin Bobby at Bobby Gomes DFS, <laughs> and for me Kirk D's. We will uh, catch you again next week. Thank you.